Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hi everyone, welcome back to Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about solar panels. Um, there's actually three different types of solar panels out there. But for the purposes of this episode, we're going to be talking about the two main types. Okay, The first type is monocrystalline. The second type is polycrystalline panels. Okay, And you can normally tell what type of panels they are just by looking at them. A monocrystalline solar panel will be a like a black or really dark solar panel. That's a monocrystalline solar panel. A polycrystalline solar panel, when you look at it, will be more of a bluish color solar panel. It'll be more of a light color solar panel. Okay, that's the easiest way to visually determine what the solar panel is, as far as if it's monocrystalline or polycrystalline. Um, you can also look on the back of the solar panel. There is a spec tag, and it'll usually tell you, you know, what type of solar panel it is. Now, when it comes to making a choice between monocrystalline or polycrystalline, um, I'll be honest with you. Really, in the end, guys, it really depends on you and the system that you're trying to build. I personally like monocrystalline and polycrystalline. And on my solar system, I have both types of monocrystalline and polycrystalline. Um, but going forward, all, if I do buy more solar panels, um, which I don't need to have a ton already, um, but if I do buy any more, I would be going with monocrystalline. But they're more expensive than polycrystalline. So that is the trade-off between the two, right? When you go with monocrystalline, you are getting a little bit better quality of a cell, right? Um, but it it's also takes a, a little bit longer process to process and a lot more a little bit more money in order to process that solar panel. And so that's why it's usually a little bit more expensive. But you also get a little bit more benefit out of it as far as power production or energy production out of that solar panel. So um, it comes with a price, you know. Um, polycrystalline solar panels are good solar panels. There's nothing wrong with polycrystalline solar panels. They're, they're great solar panels. Um, you, they don't require the amount of manufacturing process um, and time and effort in order to make the panel. It's a, it's a easier easier process, I should say. And so they're going to be a little bit cheaper. Now, a lot of homes that have solar panels on them, if you look around, um, are actually polycrystalline because they're really widely available. Um, they're cheaper so people can afford them and they work just as good. Um, but like I said, you know, there's pros and cons to everything and, and, and the same thing for solar panels, right? Um, I do notice with the monocrystalline solar panels, I get I get closer to what the rated panel is rated for. Um, I also get more power production out of them compared to the polycrystalline. But at the end of the day, it really depends on you and the type of system you're trying to build. 
you can easily build a very nice and very efficient you know off-grid solar system or even on-grid grid-tied solar system with polycrystalline solar panels nothing wrong with that at all nothing it's just at the end of the day it just depends if you want to spend that extra money for monocrystalline solar panels now i'm not going to get into all the ins and outs between the you know um so between monocrystalline and polycrystalline um some are more some don't like shading more than others right so let's say you live in a cloudy area or your environment that you live in is cloudy um monocrystalline and polycrystalline act a little bit different as far as power production um one or the other will actually drop a lot lower in power production um if you're in a cloudy area or clouds come by right but at the end of the day guys um with when it comes down to the panels um you can easily just get a bunch of polycrystalline solar panels and be perfectly fine not a big deal at all um there's a lot of people that live in very bad weather areas and they have a lot of polycrystalline solar panels right um and that's another thing when you build your solar system especially an off-grid system you always oversize your system so if you're you haven't checked out my youtube channel modern off-grid diy definitely check it out um, I oversized my system for a reason. So that way I always had more than enough power no matter what. So I can afford to have bad days, days on end, even a week or more, easily, easily, and still have way more power than I can actually consume daily. My panels can still produce more power than my Tesla batteries can actually take in and, and hold because they get charged very early in the day. Um, normally, my solar system is charged by 10 a.m. Before 10 a.m., my whole solar system is fully charged. The rest of the day, the panels aren't producing a whole lot because my batteries are full already, right? The only times the panel will kick in is if I'm pulling heavy loads in the house. The panels and a charge controller will help make up the difference on what I'm using in the home. So it's nice to have that big buffer, you know, for sure. So if you oversize your system with polycrystalline solar panels, you're sitting pretty good. You'll be just fine. So if you're on a budget and you don't have the extra funds to get monocrystalline solar panels, don't don't feel like you're you're getting something cheap by getting a polycrystalline solar panel. That's not the case. You're still getting a very good solar panel that's going to produce good power for you. And like I said, if you oversize your system, you're going to be sitting pretty good anyway. So um, those are you know the two main type of panels that are out there and you know i know i get a lot of questions like oh how about the monos or how about the polys which ones which ones you know and i always tell people because i know a lot of people you know don't have a whole lot of money and they're on a really tight tight budget and i would just highly suggest going with polycrystalline solar panels but if you can afford them and you have that extra cash that you can um, afford to spend on monos then definitely go with monocrystalline solar panels if you got the money to do it, right? So there's no right and wrong answer, really. They will both perform and give you power and do its job. Um, but just, you know, be, be aware there is some pros and cons to both panels. Um, if you want to dig deeper into the shading type of deals with you know, all that stuff between the two type of panels, um, definitely do some research, guys. There's um, a lot of forms out there, a lot of... Um, technical forms out there regarding monocrystalline and polycrystalline solar panels and i definitely highly invite you to go out there and do some research if you're really that concerned between the two different type of panels 
But in the end of the day, guys, polycrystalline will work just fine for you. Um, but especially if you oversize your system, like I said, you're really sitting good, guys. Really sitting good. So I want to make this podcast, I mean, this episode here very short. Um, they're both great solar panels. I utilize both. And um, if you can too, great. I hope that helps um, some people help understand the difference between them. Really, it comes down to money, right? I mean, there some people can argue the fact all day long about, you know, the the polycrystalline doesn't come up to the to the max rating of a solar panel, and no solar panel does because inefficiencies, right? Everything that we have has an inefficiency. Your inverter, your charge controller, everything has an inefficiency. So don't get hung up on that at the end of the day. It's not worth it. It's not worth the stress, right? Go with what you can afford and you're going to be happy with and that's all that matters. So definitely stay tuned, guys, for the next episode of the podcast and we'll keep moving forward. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY inspiring others to think outside the box support the podcast today it's also available on anchor.fm slash free your mind and there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself once again it's titled modern off-grid diy it's also available on podbean stitcher breaker.audio and overcast.fm make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases modern off-grid diy Go listen, download, and subscribe today.